Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Life without hope. Now that's living hell. This is what real hope looks like. This is the, the word that those hopeless people need to hear. This is the word that 3,000 people that try to commit suicide today, the 3,000 that will try to commit to tomorrow, 3,000 that try to commit on Monday, this is the word that they need to hear is that there is hope. It's real superpower. It's hope. There's hope. to victims and villains live at the fifth annual philadelphia podcast i am josh aka captain nostalgia your host and i am joined by the awesomely talented dummy comic ceo kalani carabella what's going on bro not much man i'm the co-ceo by the way co-ceo yes is he the other ceo your wife yes she is my fiance fiance a soon to be wife. Uh, soon to be wife. Yeah. October soon. next year. Yes, sir. As I just learned two minutes ago. Yep. In Jamaica. Everybody's oh man. Invited if you can get there. <laughs> oh man. Kudos to you. So, uh, before we kind of get getting into what Dummy Comics is and who you are as a creator, uh, we just want to let you guys know a little bit about what Victims and Villains is. If you guys are in this shop right now, uh, we promise we want to educate you guys. Uh, Victims and Villains is a podcast unlike anything else that you've ever experienced. It is a suicide prevention nerd news podcast. What we do is we talk all the latest in film and comics uh, with a little bit of nostalgia thrown in there to... Uh, do all of that to raise awareness of hope for those struggling with suicide, addiction, self-harm, and depression. And we try to educate people on the statistics as well. And spotting, shining a spotlight on independent talent such as Kalani over here. So let's jump into this, man. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, my name is Kalani Caraballo. Like I said, um, I co-own Dummy Comics, Inc. along with my... Uh, my partner and my fiance as well, Chrissy Torres. Um, I am a writer. I write my own series called Home and Manifesto, as well as Pistol Grip and Burger Wars. But I also draw Burger Wars and Pistol Grip as well. So let's let's get jumping into. It. Now we've had a chance to actually review your comics for our YouTube channel. Yes, yes. And uh, if you guys have never ever seen what that uh any of these books go to youtube and search victims and villains check all these guys out um go click the links on those videos and buy these comics because you're not going to be disappointed but let's jump into uh tell us what home is about 
Well, home is based on a true story of me and my best friend growing up. My best friend is actually named Gio, which is also the main character in the book. Um, pretty much he was growing up in a house and this house was haunted. So most of what goes on in the series actually happened in real life. So the whole book is pretty much based off that experience and things that I've experienced at that house as well. Now, like, so are you like, are you like the non-Geo character? Cause like, oh, I'm not the, G- the Geo character. The other character in there, uh, Andrew, I'm, that character's sort of based on me, but that's not me either. Cause like, Andrew's the kind of guy that, uh, if I remember correctly, it's been a couple months since I've read it, but it's, mm-hmm. it's definitely, um, he's definitely not the guy that is, like believing in the ghost and then like he has like this like weird experience with like seeing geo quote unquote and then he's like yeah oh. well that that was one of the things um when my best friend told me that about the experiences that he had going on in his home i didn't believe him at first obviously and then one of the things that i did experience was that in particular oh man that's awesome yeah because i was sitting in a room for those that didn't read the book i'll spoil that part pretty much what happened was I was sitting in a room, which I thought was Gio and his little sister was in the room. So I'm in there having a full-on conversation, and the other, I guess, like, entity or whatever was just sitting there just kind of just looking at me weird, and I'm having this full-on conversation, and they're not saying anything. And I'm looking at them like, like, why aren't you saying anything? And then maybe, like, two seconds later, my friend Gio and his sister walk in and they're looking through the door and they're like, who are you talking to? And that's when I turned around and whatever I was talking to wasn't there and they were staying there. And I was like, how'd you guys move that fast? <laughs> so that, that was part of it. That was one of the, the experiences that I had, but that was also my favorite one. That was pretty funny. <laughs> so kind of going into taking a true story that, and then kind of putting that fictional twist on it, how did you kind of decide to, go with the art style that you really decided that ended up becoming the art style for home well the, the, i know that when i wrote the story i just wanted the art to kind of just be as simple as possible just kind of just pretty much just the people just everything that was in the story it just it was just pretty much simple everything about the story was simple the way i wrote it to to kind of the way the art reflected the artist elena drew it that way because i got sent a bunch of examples and the examples were awesome. So I was like, oh, that style would be perfect. And I mainly said that I wanted it black and white just to kind of reflect uh, Walking Dead. Yeah, I think that was one of the – like did, when you – it's it's a nice pace, which if you guys do read independent comics, independent comics are – sometimes pacing is a little bit of an issue because you're raising everything yourself. Yeah. So, you know – the more money that you, the more issues you do for that series, that's the more money that you have to raise. So you're like, all right, well, I want to tell this story right here. It's going to be, you know, uh, this is going to happen in first issue, second issue, third issue, yeah. the arc's done. But I feel like with Home, it definitely takes its time, definitely feels its pace. And the whole concept of simplicity mm-hmm. is what makes the book so magical. Yeah. Um, so what is the, what, what can we kind of expect? Because... The way that this first issue kind of like leaves off, it's like cliffhanger, and it wants to, it draws you in. Which, as a writer, that's something that you're very good at, bro. Yeah, thank you. I is is that. bringing people back for more. So what um, what what can we kind of expect to see with this well, series moving forward? Yeah, well, with home, it's a um, it's a mini series. It's only four issues. It's pretty much just going to be that. There is not going to be 
a part two or another volume or anything. It's pretty much just those four issues. It pretty much just displays pretty much everything that happened. The problem of the house being haunted does get solved in the last issue, but there's a lot of events and different things that get, that you know happen to get to that point. So it's pretty much going to be all laid out in the next four issues. I already have one and two out right now. So now, you know, the next two are going to be the the ones to kind of finish it off and bring it out and bring it home in a sense. <laughs> you should do a prequel series of like how the ghosts became ghosts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to yeah, you're going to see yeah, definitely. It, it, it's it's pretty fun. It, it's it's fun. Uh, I I say that these first two issues are good, but the next two, the the last two I think are going to be the best things. Are going to definitely be the best issues out of the whole series. So for a casual comic fan picking up these, uh, picking up home as a title itself, why should people uh, want to know more about home? Well, well, I feel like it's different than anything that's on the walls right now. Not to knock anything that's on the walls of any comic book store. I just feel like it's just different. It's not, it stands out. It's pretty much something in its own kind of, and I know ghost stories aren't particularly like, you know, something that's like oh that's that's an original thought but it's definitely something that it is different from everything that's on there from the from the way the words from you know the language that they speak to how they talk to everything's a little bit different it's not the same it's not like a marvel book it's not like a you know like an image title or a dark horse or anything it's pretty much just in its own i feel like it's in its own i haven't found anything that i really can compare it to so i haven't either and like the art in it is I mean, even just from the, like, the cover, like, the outside, if you see all this on the wall up there, like, I feel like I would, I'm very, like, skeptical of, like, independent publishers sometimes, like, seeing, like, imagery, but if I saw, like, Home on the, like, shelf, like, I feel like I'd pick it up because it would intrigue me, the front cover, and then the back cover with the bloody doormat, like, who thought of that? I thought of the the bloody doormat, the the cover itself, the front cover, to be honest, I didn't like it at first. I hated that cover. And I was just like, eh, okay, whatever. I was like, that's that, that's cool. But pretty much people and everybody else that when I started doing shows and putting it in shops, everybody was like, that cover is so amazing. It's like, yeah, I kind of hate it, but that's cool. I mean, if you like it, that's cool. You know, kind of looks like like an ultra red version of the the house in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, yeah like kinda, just a little it, it, bit. It does give that off. It does give that vibe off. That, like I said, I wasn't the biggest fan of it. I just wanted, you know. There was another cover to it, too, that I didn't like. I was just, I don't know. Oh, well, what would that cover look like? It, it was kind of like, it, it ended up showing, like, the the house, but the house was more like, it was different. It was, I, I forgot what it looked like. Because I, I don't, I, ever since that came out, I was like, all right, cool, that's the cover. But the other cover, it was weird. Like, the house was like, there was, like, I think wolves in the house, like, in the grass and everything like that. And those, yeah, right? I don't remember like that. I just remember it not being good. I just remember hating that cover too. Yeah, it was all black and white, right? Yeah. Then it was plot twist: the wolves are the ghosts. Yeah, and I had to. Ask, <laughs> yeah, I had to ask for it to be red. Like I had to like. Yeah, yeah. I just wasn't a fan. <laughs> I mean, I enjoy even it. looking at it now. I, I, I'm still not that big a fan of that cover. Well, even like eat like th- these two look almost exactly like nothing alike. Like they don't even look like the same series. Yeah, like, I think know. that's the problem that that we've been having with Home too. Because the problem was is that when we did a couple of events when we were selling Home, a lot of people, you know, we give them the, the the spiel and people would be like, oh, 
this is scary or this is like oh do you have anything with a happy with a happy ending and it's like oh well you know no so that cover you know we were like oh let's make the next cover something a little more friendlier and i think we kind of shot ourselves in the foot with that one but see i that that shows gross like don't say you shot yourself in the foot because like even like it still holds that kind of like little bit of that horror film vibe to it Yeah, yeah um but i mean it's it's just not to the depth of like you know yeah, say a texas chainsaw yeah. massacre <laughs> this would probably be more like a american horror story kind of thing yeah yeah and you got definitely. like the lighter tones and the different fonts for it so mm-hmm. uh tell us a little bit about the without spoiling anything tell us a little bit about the uh the second issue yeah well with the second issue you kind of um pretty much uh you get more of the story of the friendship between uh geo and andrew you also um start to gain more of a um kind of uh where his family is involved in it now his family gets more involved in the story more than what they did in the first and then you know it leaves off with another cliffhanger again at the second issue not gonna lie um but you know now different things start happening to different family members so now like it becomes a little bit more clear that it's more than just geo just seeing ghosts so so as long as the fourth issue doesn't end with a, like a cliffhanger, like I'm no, okay no, with no, that. no, 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 no. I'm telling you, it gets soft. <laughs> it does right. get soft. Yeah, everything, yeah, gets soft up up into the fourth issue. But issue three doesn't end with a with a cliffhanger either. What? So, so it's like it's like issue three, and like is it like one almost kind of like arc that we're gonna kind of see to like three yeah. Four? You, 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 now, it, like different things start to happen and different things start to take place. I can't spoil issue two because something does take place. Something major does take place. So, all right. Well, you guys actually have uh, both of these issues with you guys today. So, mm-hmm. uh, people are hearing this right now. Um, if Amalgam Comics is hearing this right now and would oh, like to yeah. purchase, I this, would lo- absolutely love to. For my books to grace the walls of Amalgam Comics, they even have a classic indie right there. Like it's yeah, like, yeah, we were just looking at that before. I did a little shopping before we got on the air. Shameless plugs, shameless, shameless plugs. Yeah. All right, so uh, moving on. So tell us a little bit about the. So the great thing about Dummy Comics and the great thing that this these books that you're creating is that no book feels the same. And that's something that I really enjoyed uh, about picking up Home and then picking up Manifesto and and. Uh, pistol grip was it was like okay these are by the same dude but yet they don't have any different feels they they feel completely like different and and like they stand on their own yeah yeah that was that was kind of the thing i was going for because i wrote home right after i wrote home i wrote i went right into manifesto and manifesto was it was kind of just like it was like something just snapped at their home. I was like, oh man, I have this idea for this story. Like the original story for, for Manifesto was a lot worse than what it kind of is now. Oh, it got yeah. darker? It was a little bit more darker than what it is. <laughs> it was a lot very darker than, than what it, than, than, than what it was, than what it ended up coming out to be. But the ideas that I had were, it was extremely dark. It was really darker than what it is now, but. So tell us a little bit about what Manifesto is, because Manifesto is more uh, like I feel like this would appeal to more to like a classic comic book kind of guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Manifesto is probably my favorite thing that I've written, other than that was like like like, like you know the first one I wrote was Home, and then Manifesto. But Manifesto to me was more something that that I wrote that I felt was more was going to be world more accepted than maybe like a Home or. 
But Manifesto is it's about a police officer named Greg Wolfman who ends up um how to say it? uh he goes rogue because of um he takes down a, a drug cartel and then he goes rogue, finds out that a couple of officers in his own department is on is in on the take. So then his family ends up getting killed and he goes on a rampage, starts avenging his family. It's a little bit along the lines of a Punisher, but I say it's a little bit more darker than the Punisher. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Like that's like the that's like the first like thing that I got was like I'm just picturing that beach scene with Thomas Jane. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but it he does go a little bit darker in this, and I think that he's smart about the way that he does that, especially uh, the ending. We won't talk about mm-hmm. that, but I think that was probably one of my favorite parts where he just kind of like pops in there, and it was like, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I had a lot of fun writing that one. Yeah, and even like I think that the way that it opens, it draws you in because like there's, there's something about the art that it's darker. You can tell that this is a, a weathered policeman, um, mm-hmm. a cop detective whatever you know you guys want to call him but just the the art in this um is like the shading the color palette just mm-hmm. everything about this this comic um just it matches the tone and so what was it like to to really find an artist that uh that could take this tone that you had in mind and bring it to life um it, it took a while to find someone because i was really i was really particular i knew what i wanted with this one I knew I wanted something that was really dark. I wanted, like, the shading to really be, like, you know, I wanted people to feel something. I know, it, like, some people say that it's hard to feel feel things through black and white, but I absolutely love black and white. But I just wanted it something just gritty. I wanted something that, you know, that just, when you looked at it, you just felt like, you just felt it more. And it took a while to find the artist, and when I found this specific artist, he sent me a bunch of stuff, and I was floored by it. I was like, I have to... I was like, when can I pay you? When can I pay you? Can I pay you now? Can you know? <laughs> I was really excited, like because this is like manifesto. Like when I when we did home, home was great, and I loved home, and I loved the whole process of it getting done. But the one that I really wanted, I was like, no, nah, but manifesto though. But manifesto, I kept telling people about manifesto even when, even when home came out. I was like, no, no, no. Like wait till manifesto comes out. Yeah, manifesto is just a. It, I mean, just the the art, the storytelling, and it's a it's a constant. Page Turner, um, and we had talked about home being four issues with this one as well. Uh, this one's still only on its first issue, and it looks like yeah. Well, issue two is coming out soon. Issue, issue two, two, yeah, issue two literally just got done. Ooh. The, the process behind that, we put that out last July, right? And right after, we commissioned the same artist that did number one to do it, and lo and behold, we ended up losing out on time and money because we ended up getting robbed. Basically, not of the story, but just of time and money. Pretty much commissioned this guy to do this last August, and maybe by this coming this March, we ended up finding out that we weren't getting the pages. I ended up getting blocked on every social media, on everything on social media. Didn't get no emails back. I didn't even see a panel from issue two that the guy drew. But then we ended up finding another artist by the name of Frank Castro. We found him on um, on freelance.com, which is a great site that if you guys need anything, you guys should go there. Um, we found him, and he did this issue, too, in less than two months. He was so on it just with everything. He took a vacation in between that time, told us, look, I'm doing this vacation. I'm taking this vacation, but I'm ready to give you pages. As soon as he came back from that vacation, he sent me at least three pages 
So he kept it up to three pages, almost three pages a week. And it, it got knocked out pretty fast. And the next one, the art is a little bit different, but I think the art is a little bit better than issue one. Issue two, uh, I can't wait. If I showed you the cover right now, the cover to number two is insane. Yeah, because I think that one good thing, like one cool thing about this cover, if you guys can see this, it's pretty much just like the, you know, the, the picture of, and it's kind of like burning from the, the bottom down and it's almost, it's just, it's, it's so depicts what, what happens throughout this Greg's character throughout the entire first issue. Yeah. And, yeah. and I think that that's definitely one thing, again, kind of coming back to, you know, just great things that you guys have done as a company is, you know, really capturing the, the heart of your books mm-hmm. in the, the, so yeah. how many covers did you go through for this one? That, that was the only one. That one I did not hate the first, like, that was it. That was, cause I knew what I wanted because my dad is actually a police officer. So I've seen this picture, like my dad has a bunch of pictures like this. So when I saw that picture in his house one time, one time I went over to his house because we don't live together, obviously. But I saw that picture and I was like, that's the cover to Manifesto, that cover right there. My dad read it and actually he did, he was like, this is amazing. (laughs) Yeah. I loved I like I loved reviewing this one because like we actually got to you know being a suicide prevention we actually got to mm-hmm. also talk about you know the uh, suicide rate for veterans and this which yeah. isn't on a topic we get to touch on so mm-hmm. um, that was cool too so but um, I'm so sorry like I, I feel like I went like I had something to say and then like I went to the trip I'm sorry to hear about the the comic uh-huh. and the artist because that that blows bro yeah that, that, that sucked but it was a terrible feeling but. I mean, things worked out a little bit better than than the first one because that one that also took a while because we commissioned that July, like the beginning of July in 2016, and we didn't end up getting the full the art and everything until June. So, and it was a lot that that we had to go through with that guy. Like the guy was incredibly hard to work with, but the only thing was is just that his art was so good that it was like, all right, well, you know, I, I felt like it was just a, a thing a thing that I had to learn of patience, but like I said, for I was ready to go through that same thing with, with number two, and I was like, I'm just going to let it go, like not even say nothing, and kind of just let it be, but then, you know, when we got robbed, it was kind of like, oh, like the writing was on the wall, you know, he, I had the chance to get the money back. But I was like, I'd rather have the pages than the money. And, you know. And I think it's ironic that the artist that you guys get is Frank Castro. Yeah. So close to Frank yeah, Castle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We say that. I kept getting his name wrong. I kept getting his name wrong a lot. I kept saying, I kept calling him Castle, Castle. And then she, um, Chrissy, my, my fiance and my partner as well, she would always have to correct me. She's like, it's Castro. She's like, come on. Like, you got to get his name right. <laughs> You like do like a Bart Simpson like opening montage. And the name is Castro. Yeah, not yeah, Castle. yeah. It had to be that. Yeah, I had to like I had to sit there. It was like Castro, Castro. I had to keep saying it over and over again to finally get it correct. So, uh, so issue two is done now. When mm-hmm. can we expect to kind of see it? Um, we're still deciding on it. Is it, is really been because we're in September. We're doing the small press expo in Maryland. So we're kind of either thinking about holding off until September. And kind of just, you know, putting everything out all at once and kind of getting, you know, just coming fresh for for a small press expo, which if anybody doesn't know, small press expo is kind of like Comic-Con basically for for small press is one of the biggest 
the biggest small press expos and independent comic um, conventions in the world. So we're I'm, either thinking about just doing saving them, saving you know the fresh issue for then, or you know putting it out sometime soon. So it's I still, did not know that thing existed. I need to look more into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it. Every time we tell people about it, they're like, "Oh, it's kind of like it's really, like, I guess, like an underground thing that people just know about." I'm still learning like all the trades of like the underground. And oh stuff. yeah, no, trust me, so am I. I'm still learning. Like I'm still like there's times where I miss out on things. Like like we found out about um, there's a in New York there's Mocha Fest, which is kind of like the same thing as as Small Press Expo, and we like missed out on that too. And it's like, oh, why did I just find out about this now? Yeah, Mocha Fest. Mm-hmm. I need like we need to have conversations with like off off air. Oh yeah, but- definitely. definitely. Yeah, then there's Cake in Chicago. And there's, yeah. I'm learning a whole bunch of new things that I hopefully hopefully can put to good use one day. All right, so uh, if anyone is in this shop right now and you're listening to the sound of my voice, uh, welcome to the Philadelphia Podcast Festival. And uh, thank you to Nathan and... Steel Empire. Steel Empire. I totally... Okay, for for doing sound for us, uh, but this uh, free event to all of you guys that has so many great locations today would not exist without the Philadelphia Podcasting Society, Bridge Set Sound, Steel Empire, Tattooed Mom, Fireball Pinball, Pyroglyphic Studio, who did all the gorgeous artwork. Yeah, that's pretty sick. Oh, wow. Amalgam Comics and Coffee House. Thanks for having us. And New the media touring. Is delicious. The I'm not even going to try and pronounce that one. Uh, the Philly Banner Express, Banner Express, yeah, I said that right. And, uh, Tea House Inc. and Click Save Photography and Design. But if anyone is in this shop right now and you or someone you know is struggling with suicide, please do not hesitate. Uh, do not remain silent under any circumstance. This giant white amalgam comics Beautiful thing right here next to all the new releases. In the corner, there are Suicide Lifeline uh, cards that you guys can pick up. There are business cards of ours to pick up. And we do events like this. We we do, uh, we do just exist simply to let you guys know that there is hope. That suicide is the current 10th leading cause of death in the United States. For every successful suicide that exists, there are 25 that have been attempted. And to kind of put those in perspective, 121 suicides occur daily. There are 3,025 suicides that'll occur, uh, that'll be attempted today, tomorrow, and so on and so forth. Uh, by the end of the year, there will have been 44,193 suicides that will have occurred total in the United States with 1.1 million suicides being attempted this year. So if you or someone you know is struggling, please do not hesitate. Don't be quiet. Come up and talk to us because that's the reason we're here. That's the reason we exist is to let you guys know that there is hope, that there is a way out because everyone that does victims and villains has struggled. They have gone through depression. They've gone through cutting. They've gone through alcoholism. Some of us, some of us have gone through depression. We've made it through. We've been set free and we want to see the same for you guys because we believe it. And just so you guys know that, uh, every 40 seconds, someone somewhere in the world is committing suicide. So please. Speak up, speak out, because hope is real. Hope is out there. And if it wasn't for, uh, really, if it wasn't for Nathan and Tisha, I hope I got those names right, uh, we, we wouldn't be here today. So thank you guys for allowing us to have a venue to speak at and let people know that there is hope. 
and that there is a way to overcome suicide. There is a way to overcome depression, that there is a way to overcome addiction and move on from it because there is light at the end of the tunnel and that's why we exist. So if you're someone you guys know, if, even if you guys, uh, I mean, even if you guys have suffered with it, uh, you guys want to talk to us, we'll be around all day. I cannot listen to all the other, uh, great podcasts, but let's move on. Let's, let's, let's continue talking some, uh, some indie comics, bro. So we are talking Burger Wars next. Now this is the only book of yours that I have not read yet. So tell me about Burger Wars. Okay. Well, Burger Wars. All right. So pretty much the backstory to Burger Wars is we were, we were asked to speak to a, um, entrepreneurial class in Jersey City, New Jersey for, uh, for a, um, I think it was a boarding school, right? No, not a boarding school. Oh, that was for, no, 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 no. But that they okay. So we were ended up speaking to a class of um, to, charter school. There you go. That's what I'm looking for. It was a charter school that we ended up speaking to, to a bunch of uh, to an entrepreneurial after school entrepreneurial program for eight and nine year olds. And we were teaching them about comics and drawing and different things. Well, one of the kids was like, "Oh, can you draw? Can you draw a, a cheeseburger taking over a city and, oh, man, and kicking over a building?" So I was like, "Sure, why not?" I tried it. I ended up drawing it. It ended up dying laughing because I thought it was the funniest thing in the world. Around this time, I was reading um, a lot of uh, Benjamin Mara stuff, and I was reading a comic, uh, uh, underground comic called Real Deal Comics. Which is pretty much it's it's very violent. They were like um, it was like uh, their brand is called Urban Chaos. So like people just like oh somebody stepped on my sneaker oh pop they're dying you know. So I was wow. kind of inspired by that and I was like oh burger you know a cheeseburger taking over the city that's pretty funny. I was like why don't I make something like kind of like that with you know cheeseburgers taking over the city and you know causing havoc. To- so two things real quick before we before we get div- diving down into this. Uh-huh. First thing, you're learning, you're already engaged, and you're learning the very first rule of marriage is that your wife is always right. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, you guys are all witnesses to that, so if uh, <laughs> if I prove to be dead tomorrow, <laughs> come resurrect me. <laughs> and uh, so you pretty much like took the idea of like the Hamburglar, gave him like a Deadpool spin, made him like ultra violent. Uh-huh. I gave him a personality. Pretty much, yeah. I gave a bunch of inanimate objects a personality. Yeah, man, I'm like, I'm like terrified to eat burgers now. <laughs> like, I was hungry this morning, and now like I just lost my appetite. Yeah, like when when people ask us about that book, we just say, "Oh, it's Burger Wars is what happens when McDonald's and Burger King close." <laughs> what a, happens at night? Yeah, that's what you get. It's Burger Wars. <laughs> so, is it like uh, we like expecting kind of like? humor like sausage party kind of thing yeah uh, yeah yeah, yeah. That, that, that's good yeah i can take that yeah yeah i like i like sausage party sausage party was pretty funny yeah okay so you you kind of have like this different art style that that exists uh over it pistol grip and burger wars because you mm-hmm. are both the artist and the writer on this yeah uh anchor you're kind of like the whole nine yards yeah. deal right here and yeah. these issues that you guys have right here are kind of Kind of like teaser issues, like that's at least what I felt with yeah. Pistol Grip. Yeah, well, Pistol Grip was a was was an ash can. It was only eight pages. That was purely done for fun because with with Pistol Grip, what happened was I had went to a comic shop 
and I had seen on the wall that there was a a blank comic book that somebody had put out. And I was like, and that's CA Comics. That's where where that's the the backdrop of uh, of Pistol Grip, not on Burger Wars. Oh. And um, like, there's even a <laughs> there's even a, a barcode on there that serves zero purpose on there whatsoever but except to make him legit yeah just to make it look legit exactly and then i saw then i had went to another comic book store i had saw it again and i was like okay i was like all right cool that's funny that there's you know a second time i'm seeing this blank comic book and then it was like a third i went to another store and saw it again and i was like all right something is telling me that i need to pick this thing up and just draw on it because i was working at a job this was pretty much pistol grip was only done out of pure fun i did not expect to put it out i was just doing it as a thing because I, I was working security at the time so if you guys anybody know security guards security is pretty much the most boring job in the world do you get paid to ab- do absolutely nothing so i figured oh why don't i just draw a comic and you know it went it was like there was no real script to it there was no writing there was no nothing it was just oh i'm gonna do this comic i'm gonna go page to page and just whatever comes to mind so i would take a day deck out like you know the eight hours that i was getting paid for and just draw a page and i was like okay that's the script and oh you know i just had a name and and ran with that one for for pistol grip so since i i feel like since we're already on pistol grip let's just jump into pistol grip okay because like burger wars burger wars yeah not really much to explain there so mm -hmm. for those of you guys that don't know about these comics is that uh, it's CA, it's C, CDC? No, this is CA Comics. CA Comics. Okay, yeah. so CA Comics, pretty much, they put out like these blank eight page comics that you can buy for what, like two, three bucks? No, but they're actually full. They're actually 32 page comics. I only drew on eight pages. Oh, for real? <laughs> yeah, so they're like a, a, a big thing. They, but, they make, um, manga size books as well. Damn, they owe me some money for promoting this thing. <laughs> The cool thing about these comics is that they actually, that you actually hand draw all these. Yeah, I hand drew this one, yeah. And so, that one too, yeah. Like, you're not sending, like, are you sending these through a, like, a manufacturer? Like, alright, well, this is, well, here you go. these are done through, um, we went to FedEx to print these. And we only did a, a short run for these. Well, with Pistol Grip, that same charter school that we went to, you know, they wanted us to bring comics to, for the kids to read and you know to have so obviously you know home and manifesto were not good for eight and nine year olds no not at all so you know i had pistol grip just lying around uncolored uninked and you know my partner chrissy was like oh why don't we give them pistol grip and i was like damn so now i gotta draw i gotta go finish this thing now i gotta color this thing and we're actually gonna put this out like this was just meant to just be you know like fun i was like whatever I was like, F it, let's do it. You know, we went, we went, colored it, took some time out, colored it, took it to get printed at a, at a FedEx, at a Kinko's, FedEx Kinko's. And we brought it to the, to the classroom. And those kids did not listen to about anything that we had to talk about, pretty much nothing. And then once I was like, oh, well, everything ended. And we're like, oh, by the way, here's our comic, here's Pistol Grip. And these kids went wild for Pistol Grip. Yeah, I love Pistol Grip. <laughs> like, I've been like, getting that a lot. Like, this is the only one, like, out of, like, the three, con- like, the other titles that we have, as good as th- they're great. But true story. this has been a, 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 like, a thing where people have been sending us fa- fan art for a character that really in this one, there's absolutely, like, 
nothing about him. There's no real, like, real story for him. But people just grab this and they just love it. I mean, that's how characters like Deadpool started. Like, and if anyone, like, my favorite book on to read right now is Amanda Connors and Pete, uh, Jimmy Palamani's uh, Harley Quinn. Okay. Like, that's the only mainstream book I really still read. I love that series. Mm-hmm. But they introduced, back in the New 52, they introduced, like, a Deadpool-style character. I called him Red Tool. And he was, like, literally supposed to just be, I think, for, like, a couple issues. And fans responded so well to him that, yeah. you know, he he's now, like, an avid part of the series. Mm-hmm. So it's almost kind of like, that's the what, like, when I think of Pistol Grip, like, I think he has, like, the potential to reach, like, Deadpool status, like, you yeah. know. Yeah, like this Once is the grows out of independent. Yeah. Like right now, um, I'm literally draw- I've drawn another one that's going to be more of an origin story. So now I actually have to go back in, actually like invent a story and invent different things for for Pistol Grip to do because now it's actually a legitimate character now. To the point that there's even ideas that we're working on an action figure because oh. kids have been looking at it. Like we've done a we did another uh, event at a at a comic book store. And kids were just going wild for this pistol grip. Like, I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger on it. I can't, you know, but I'm like, hey, you guys want it? We'll do it. And I can't wait to see that, the, the, to put out the toy. The toy is going to be, that's like a dream come true for me. I need, I need an action figure for my office. <laughs> Got you. That's not a problem. So, like, I just, I can, <laughs> every time, like, I'm, like, writing up notes for every one of our shows, I can just look at pistol grip and be like, keep going. Yeah. Keep yeah, going. Definitely, definitely. It's going to haunt me in my sleep. Yeah, right. This was just like I've never thought of it. Like you know, when I got into comics first, my first thing was let's work on getting the books out. And then now it's like, well, damn! Now we could kind of put out a toy, and you know, we can make T-shirts, and we could do this. And it's like, oh, this is spawned into something different. So look at Todd McFarlane. Yeah, he doesn't even make books anymore. He barely even draws anymore. All he does is like toys and. I think he still actually writes Spawn. Yeah, 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 yeah. He does right. I think that's the only thing he he, still does. Yeah, he doesn't do anything else besides that. He'll maybe do a cover every once in a blue. But the man is a genius. Like definitely is. That's that's one of the inspirations too. I love those image guys. So, kind of like wrapping up our discussion on Pistol Grip. Tell Mm -hmm. us a little bit about the villains of Pistol Grip, because Pistol Grip is more of like the classic like antihero, like Uh your uh, your Spider Man, your. Deadpool, uh, Batman, uh-huh. Green Lantern, those kind of things. Uh, well, the, the well in this one we have we have a character by the name of Bloodthirst who's pretty much just a thief. He's a robber and he's just just thirsty for blood. You know, he wears a mask and he's just like, "Hey, I'm Bloodthirst." <laughs> like I said, there wasn't really much thought behind we, like these were just names that that i had like and then we have a female character named dice roll i wanted more dice roll <laughs> i'm gonna throw that out there <laughs> that's what everybody says everybody has this thing for dice roll and it's just like it was just a name that i had i didn't even know if it was gonna be a guy or a girl because you know um i used to play a lot of CeeLo. i don't know if you know dice I games CeeLo. okay i'll no i don't but i'll i'll, no. I'll take your word for it <laughs> Yeah, so I was that's that's where dice roll came. I don't know, you guys never played dice you never played CeeLo like in the bathroom in your high school? Nope. I think that's a jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's you a jersey. Tell me all about yeah. it when we wrap up. Oh man. That's, that's used to play for quarter. Oh my god. That's so much fun. Yeah, so that's where the, <laughs> that's where that character that's where that character was inspired by. I was just like dice roll, that's a sick name. And I was just thinking of like 
like when she says trips, like that's actually a thing. Like if you get one, two, three, you know, that's how you lose fast. It's oh, trips. wow. Okay. Yeah. It's. See, I, I only wanted more dice roll because I liked, like, I like psychological characters. Uh-huh. And so, like, Two-Face is, like, one of my yeah, favorite yeah, yeah. villains. That was, that was kind of, that was kind of the inspiration behind her, too. It, was, it had a little Two-Face thing. I was like, oh, you know, he flips the coin, but she has dice. And I was like, that's kind of cool. I was like, that could work. That could be cool. And, like I said, I didn't think nothing of this. I was just like, hey, this is just, this would just be for the kids to read. And it spawned into its own thing. Now it's like the, Working on an origin issue now, I'm actually like taking it kind of a little bit more serious than I took this one. But yeah, so we're getting dice roll is the main villain of the, that arc, right? Uh, <laughs> that's that, that, that's the thing. It, the, the origin story, it, 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 I guess, it kind of goes backwards. It's like a prequel to to this story. So Bloodthirst but, is, the, is the villain. No, Bloodthirst oh, is okay. the villain. But we do have uh, in that issue, we are going to have we're going to reprint this one. We're going to add the new story in, and we have a backup story that's not going to be drawn by me, but it is written by me that does have, uh, that does have bloodthirst and dice roll in it. So you will hear more, they will see more of them. And that, and uh, these things will actually, they will actually be a thing now. Well, we're looking forward to it. And, all right, so you have home number one and two. You have manifesto number one. Mm. Uh, all five dollars with you today. You have Burger Wars and Pistol Grip, and these are three dollars, correct? Yes. Okay. So you guys, uh, you guys are all social, all over, the, all online. Where can people find more about you? Uh, you could go on Facebook.com slash Dummy Comics Inc. That's D U M M I E C O M I C S I N C at Facebook. Um, our online store is on gumroad.com slash dummy comics inc where you can also where if you buy the the physical copy you get the digital copy we also sell digital copies as well for for manifesto and home one and two and and these and like i said uh pistol grip and burger wars those are three bucks and you can also get them on uh gumroad as well cool and if you follow me on instagram i talk about them all the time yes he does Instagram, uh, you can find me. It's uh, K dot Caraballo. That's K dot C A R A B A L O. All right. Well, we're winding it down, man. Thanks for hanging out with us. Oh man, thank you for having me. This is a pleasure. Man. High five. High five. Up high. Yeah. All right. So uh, as we're winding down and transitioning out of our portion of the 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 festival into the, I don't know who's next. Party of one. Party of one. That's such an awesome name. I guess that's a solo podcast? Yeah, Jeff. Jeff, what's your last name? Stormer. Jeff Stormer. Jeff Stormer's up next. So I, I hope to maybe high-five that guy as he comes up. Some people are weird about high-fives from strangers. I love them. You know. So, but uh, if you guys or someone you guys know uh, are struggling with suicide in this building right now, please do not uh, do not remain quiet under any circumstances. Stop by our table. Come up. Talk to us. Uh, we would love to get you guys in touch with a counselor, a church, anywhere uh, anywhere that we believe that believe and know that you guys can uh, overcome your season of suicide, uh, depression, addiction, self harm, whatever have you. Uh, we would love to get you guys connected, and we would love to see you guys broken of those things. That is the reason why we exist. Again, uh, hope is real. It's not just a, a concept that. Uh, authors put into books. It's not just, uh, you know, something that video games are based on or, you know, something that overcomes villains, but it's, it's a reality and it can be yours today for the low, low price of nothing at all except surrendering. 
uh, your depression and surrendering your suicide and opening up about it. Suicide is the 10th currently cause of death in the United States. 121 suicides occur daily. And for every successful suicide existed, there are uh, 25 more that have been attempted. So that's three, 3,025 more that have been attempted, uh, today than that will actually be successful. So please, uh, come up and talk to us. We would love to get, we'd love to get to know you guys. Um, those of you guys that are variously throughout the shop, uh, thank you guys to the awesome sound dudes for, uh, having us. Thank you guys to, uh, uh, the Philadelphia Podcast Festival for having us. Thank you guys to uh, Amalgam Comics. Uh, we drop new episodes every Friday. Uh, you guys can go to victimsandvillains.net for more information. There you guys can find all our past episodes, all future events. You guys can find uh, ways to get in touch with us uh, for reviews uh, like we've done with Dummy Comics in the past. Uh, you guys can also uh, find links to YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, uh, nerd herder, nerd herder, uh, so on and so forth. Um, but if you guys, uh, want to help support us, uh, on the road, we are, winter is coming. Yes. Lame, lame, lame Game of Thrones reference, but we're selling, uh, my beautiful wife has done a whole mess load of awesome, uh, knit beanies that we're selling. And, uh, you guys can even get a guest spot on our show. Uh, we have, we're doing a Patreon perk with us today for 25 bucks. Um, every cent that you guys give us, it goes to putting us on the road to do more events like this, to educate people, and let them know that every 40 seconds someone somewhere is, is committing suicide. Um, so we're not taking this money and putting it into our bank account. We're putting it right back into what we do. Um, so that is going to do it for us this week, I guess. You got anything else you want to you want to plug? No, not at all. Just just keep an eye out for everything that we got coming. That's it. Just check us out on Facebook. Check me out on Instagram. I'm always talking about our products and everything that we have going on. Just connect and just hit us up. Say hi. We All right. Hurt. So <laughs> go like their stuff. And just so you guys know, because there are uh, because of how fast, how big suicide is, we have five ways that you guys can get involved with what we're doing. Uh, we also have uh, two other podcasts that drop uh, first and third Wednesday for all the DC fans. It's called Reborn and Remembered. For all the 90s nostalgic kids, we have another one called the PS Midnight Cast. All about uh, connecting people to counselors and churches and letting them know about the hope that's out there. We also do new videos on YouTube every Thursday, uh, spotlighting independent culture and some other weird stuff that we haven't announced yet. But uh, there are five ways that you guys can get involved with what we're doing. You guys can share. Uh, first off, you guys can share uh, one episode from social media, uh, any of our content, um, just to let people know that more people know about what we do. I don't care if they actually listen, but they have to actually know that suicide is the 10th leading cause and you know hope is real. Uh, you guys can also... Uh, rate and subscribe to us on Google Play, iTunes, Nerd, and Stitcher and YouTube. What that does, every review uh, brings us that much closer to getting more people out for search engines. And the more people that hear us, the more people hear about hope and have a greater chance of breakthrough. If you guys have ever uh, suffered from suicide or depression and want to share your story with us, we have a sign-up sheet on our table for uh, our podcast. We'd love to uh, get your story because your story can break chains as well. Uh, like we said, you guys can also uh, give to us financially and help support us or book us for future events. I think that's going to do it for us, man. 
Hey, thanks for hanging out with us. All right, man. Thank you for having me. All right. Until next time, remember, keep talking nerd, talking hope, and speaking nothing else.